Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Chasing Spirituality. I'm super excited that you're here. I am your host, Megan, and if you're new here, hello, welcome. I am a spiritual teacher, a psychic medium, a Reiki practitioner, and I am the host of this podcast. And if you're not new here, you're a regular listener, welcome back. And this week we are going to be talking about ways Um, or tips to connect to spirit or to strengthen your intuition. This is going to be like um, kind of just some of my number one tips when it comes to developing spiritually, to uh, really developing your spiritual connection, that connection to spirit, and to trusting your intuition and using those uh, intuitive or those psychic gifts. So, I'm going to just try to get through some of these um, pretty quickly. So I don't really, as like normal, I don't really have a game plan. I don't really have a list in front of me. I probably should have had one. But I feel like a lot of my episodes, they're just better when I just speak from the heart. When I don't try to plan it out and I try and I don't try to come up with, um, I guess, a script or a list or things that I want to discuss because spirit a lot of times speaks through me. And so if I don't have something to reference, if I don't have something to look at, then that's when spirit comes in and spirit is like, hey, talk about this. Hey, talk about that. And so um, I had a couple ideas of things um, that I was being called to talk about, one of them being um, some of my number one tips and tricks to develop. You know, a lot, most of my clients we work together on spiritual development. That's kind of where my expertise has naturally gone. You know, um, I wasn't really planning for it to go that way. It's just as a spiritual teacher, that was what most of my clients were reaching out and asking for. They were wanting tips and tricks, how to connect deeper and to, to kind of progress deeper with their intuition, with their psychic gifts and with their intuitiveness. So, That's kind of what I work one-on-one with in a lot of my clients. And that's also what I've uh, created the Chasing Spirituality community for as well. So if you haven't checked out the community yet, it did launch on March 1st. And this month, um, the theme has been mindfulness. So we've had lots of really cool mindfulness challenges every day that are really going to help you really uh, get closer to spirit and get closer to yourself and strengthen that connection. And so that's what one of my number one tips is going to be is creating more mindfulness in your life and being more present with yourself and with your with just with everything. This is one of my number one tips when it comes to really strengthening that um, 
that spiritual connection to connecting to your spirit guides, to connecting to your spirit team and your angels, but also to trusting yourself and trusting your psychic abilities, your clairs, paying attention to those and, and really strengthening and, and developing those. My number one tip is, um, or one of my number one tips, I'm not going to say it's my number one, but definitely in my top five is creating more mindful moments because a lot of times we get stuck up in our head, right? And it's not our fault. It's just how we're programmed. It's definitely how the ego works, um, how the mind works. We're meant to have thoughts. We're meant to think. We're meant to constantly and, you know, just constantly have thoughts one after the other, one after the other, whether they make sense or not, whether they um, whether we know that they exist, whether they have a rhyme or reason, they just go, you know, we think without thinking, if that makes sense, like our thoughts just never stop. And so when we're more mindful, we're able to come out of our head and really come become very, very in tune with what's actually going on around us, with our body, with our clairs, with, um, the earth, with animals, with other people, with energy in general. You're able to communicate and perceive energy better when you're not constantly in your head. Now, when I say this, some people are like, well, I can't stop thinking. That's just crazy. That is not what I mean. You're not going to ever stop thinking. And a lot of people get kind of bent out of shape when we talk about meditation or we, or we bring up med meditation because they're like, I can't meditate because I can't sit down and make my brain shut up. That's not the point of meditation. That's not the point of mindfulness. You're never going to stop thinking. The point of, of meditation, the point of mindfulness is to be able to have controlled thinking. And yes, you're going to get distracted and you're going to think of something else during these mindful moments. That's why it's a practice. That's why it's an exercise. That's why they say practice meditation, practice mindfulness. You're you know, the more that you you incorporate this into your everyday life, the easier it gets. But you're still going to have your good days and your bad days. I've talked to people, you know, myself included, who have had really regular meditation uh, practices in their life. And they've still had good days and bad days. And sometimes it, I find that it's also just really hard for someone to meditate. And so that's where you can replace meditation with mindfulness. Meditation is a form of mindfulness. And so in the community this month, that's kind of what I've been teaching. I've been um, sharing different mindfulness techniques, mindfulness tips, mindfulness practice practices that you can really use in your everyday life that won't take up all of your time. You know, some people are like, I don't have 15 minutes to sit down and meditate. I don't have 30 minutes to sit down and meditate. I mean, you don't have to meditate at all, but one minute is better than zero minutes. And then not to mention, you don't have to meditate to be mindful. You can be mindful about anything. It's all about being super present with what you're doing and not letting your mind take control over you, but you controlling your mind. So that's my number one tip. Uh, one of my number one tips for connecting on a deeper level, strengthening that, developing that connection to spirit and to your intuition is being more mindful and having more present moments. This is going to be really good for you. You're going to be able to perceive energy better because you're going to be in the present moment. And when we're present, we can sense things that we don't normally sense. We have a lot more awareness when we're present because we're more mindful. So it just all is all connected and it all makes sense. So if you're looking for support in that area, if you're looking 
for more help and more tips and tricks in that area, I recommend you checking checking out the community. I've got uh, information about it on my website, ChasingSpirituality.com. I've also got a link in the bio um, and, and in, in my bio on Instagram and in the description below. So if you're looking for more tips and tricks and support on mindfulness, I recommend that you join the community this month because the the challenge is still going on. It's for the entire month. But um, if not, you know, there's definitely tons of articles and stuff like that out there that give you really good tips and tricks on how to be more mindful. So the next thing that I would say is a really top tip of mine is trust. And I've said this on this podcast before. I've said it on many, many, many episodes. I know that I have because it's a big one and it's a big one that really shifted things for me in my personal you know, growth journey, in my personal mediumship and psychic development journey is trust. Most of the time, we do not trust ourselves. We do not trust that we have the ability to do this. We don't trust or believe that we can connect to other people's energy, that we can read other people, that we can connect to spirit, that we have these clairs. We don't trust it. And it's really, it's just self-doubt. Um, it's insecurity. It's not having proof, not having you know, validation that we're able to do these things because some of this stuff is hard. Like it's hard to believe it when it's something that's not tangible. It's something that can't be proven. And so I'm going to have a few different layers to this that's going to help you kind of build into that trust and really learn to embrace your gifts and trust yourself. Because if you don't trust in yourself, if you don't trust in your gifts, if you don't believe that you can actually do this, then it doesn't matter what tips and tricks that I give you or that another spiritual teacher gives you. They're not going to work. In my opinion, trust is actually the number one thing. Like it is the number one thing when it comes to growth and development in this area. Because if you don't trust, then you have nothing. It doesn't matter what what advice I give you, what tips I, and techniques I tell you to take home. They're not going to matter if you don't trust that you can actually do this. So first of all, make sure that you're telling yourself every single day that you can do this, that you are psychic, that you are medium, that you are intuitive, that you connect to spirit, that you connect to energy. Make sure that you are reaffirming those beliefs. Don't discredit yourself. Don't speak down to yourself. Don't um, let your self-doubt rule your mind, which again is going to help with the mindfulness is going to help with that because sometimes we're not aware of our own thoughts. We're not of the way, aware of the way that we treat ourselves. We're not aware of the way that we speak to ourselves. So these things are also going to build on each other. The more mindful you are, the more awareness you're going to have about your thoughts and about the feelings that you have towards yourself. So, you know, when you can take a step back and say, you know, man, I've really been treating myself like crap today because I've been you know, just not trusting myself. I've been not listening to my intuition trusting my gut, trusting my heart. You know, you can pay, you can definitely notice that more when you're being more present and you're being more mindful because it's going to bring a whole new, new level of awareness to everything that you do. So definitely make sure that you're paying attention to the way that you are talking to yourself, the way that you're thinking about things and make sure that you're changing and shifting those thoughts and shifting those narratives. You know, if you notice that you're starting to feel down, you're starting to feel um, a lack of confidence, you know, you're starting to say that you don't or feel like you don't really um, like you really can't do this. Make sure that you're following that up with 
you know, something positive. And it's okay to have doubts, you know. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to not always, you know, think that the best of ourselves. It's natural. So, you know, if this is you, I don't want you to feel like I'm judging you. I've definitely been here. This was one of the biggest obstacles of my own journey. But it's about being aware of what those fears are, of what that negative self-talk is. Sorry about that. So when you can bring some awareness around that, um, that's what's really going to help shift things. It's really going to help you realize how you talk to yourself and the kind of things that you say. So the next tip that I would say um, that's not really like a next tip, but is more so connected to the trusting yourself and making sure that you're building yourself up and you're believing that you can do this. There are some things that you can do other than paying attention to the way that you speak to yourself and having awareness around that. There's some things that you can do that can help with that uh, reassurance and it's getting validation. So the best way you can get validation that you can actually do this and that you have these gifts is through practice. So I recommend that you practice your gifts. You practice using them in a safe environment, in a safe setting where you don't have to worry about judgment you don't have to worry about being wrong you don't have to worry about messing up because a lot of times we don't want to put ourselves out there we don't want to go for it we don't want to put our our um our predictions or what we're feeling or what we think we know we don't we don't want to put that out there because we have this just this deep deep rooted fear of being wrong and what what that looks like how that's going to feel and how shameful it will be to be wrong and then if we're wrong, then we're going to be discredited and we're not going to believe in ourselves anymore. And so it's really important that you get practice with someone that you trust or with friends, with families, with other people that are developing in this same area because it gives you a, a safe place. It, may, it creates a safe environment to where you don't want to hold yourself back and you, you aren't as scared to put yourself out there because you know that it's just practice. You know that everyone else is practicing as well if you're able to do it with someone who's also interested in developing their gifts. And so I really recommend you finding um, a partner, a friend, um, a family member that you could practice safely with. Um, you could also join a practice circle. There's lots of different practice circles out there. Um, I would say on average, I've seen um, like different te spiritual teachers on TikTok and stuff. They'll offer different groups where you can practice together for $20 a, um, a session or $40 a session. There's different, um, there's just a lot of different groups out there. In my community, we... We do have um, one psychic or, or mediumship practice circle a month, and everyone in the community is learning. So it's definitely a safe environment with people that are on the same level as you because it's for beginners. It's for people who just want to naturally develop and strengthen their gifts without having any pressure. So there's lots of different groups out there that you can practice with. I found it more intimidating for me in the beginning practicing with people I knew. So I wanted to practice with strangers. But it's all about what you're comfortable with. If you would rather practice with someone that you know, then 
that that's perfect. You know, that might be where you start off and then you may branch out more and, and ask your friends and your family members, hey, do you have anyone who's into this kind of thing that I don't really know that would let me practice on them? You know, like that's another way that you can practice with strangers other than joining a group. But I do find a lot of um, benefit in groups because you that's where you're really going to receive that validation and validation is so important when it comes to boosting our confidence so if you're one who really struggles with believing in yourself believing that you can do this believing that you're psychic believing that you're actually a medium i really 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 recommend practice circles because it's going to give you the opportunity to really try out your gifts try out your abilities and see them work. You will see them work. I promise. I remember the first time I did a circle and I thought that I wasn't going to get anything right. I thought that I was going to, that I was making everything up in my head, that there was no way I was going to have information that was accurate. And boy, was I wrong. And it's really good to, um, if you do have a lot of self-doubt and you do have a lot of insecurities in this area, it's really good to work with a teacher that you trust and a teacher that can encourage you and motivate you to, to believe in yourself and to keep going because it, we're, it's not perfect. You know, our, our gifts, especially when we're at that beginner level, they're not perfect. We're going to get things off. Things are going to appear to be wrong or not appear always correct. And I always tell my students that it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that the way that you perceived energy, the way that you interpreted those messages may not be in a way that the sitter can validate, but you will receive validation. And that's what's super, super important about, about you know, practice circles, but just being able to practice in general. So I do have an entire episode that goes a bit deeper into practice circles. If you want to know more, you can go back and check that out. Um, but that's a really, really good tool. Another thing that you can do that can help you um, to kind of strengthen that trust and that belief in what you can do is to start journaling your um, your intuitive downloads, your predictions, when you perceive energy and things like that, start journaling about them. You don't have to share them with anyone else, but you know, if you get a feeling that someone's pregnant or you get a feeling that you're going to get a raise or that one of your coworkers is going to quit, you know, if you just get random nudges about certain things, journal about it and then make sure that you go back and you read your journal every so often, because it's going to show you that you have been predicting things. You have been reading energy. Um, you know, and it's a little less intimidating than saying it directly to someone because then you can keep that to yourself. So if you don't think that you're ready to practice with others, you know, that's definitely something that you can do just by yourself where you don't have to work with someone else about it. So, um, also going back and listening to my Claire's episode, you know, that will help you also get more familiar with your gifts, which is also really, really important when it comes to development. You know, that would probably be my next tip is getting familiar with how you perceive energy, how you connect to spirit and how your gifts work, because everyone's gifts are different. We all perceive energy differently. We all work differently. Most of the time we all use all of the Claire's, but they're not always um, we don't use all of them all at once. We don't use all of them every day. And so you may be super clairvoyant. You may see things a lot. You may have a lot of um, images pop in your mind. You may have a lot of visuals. You may have a lot of dreams. And 
me, for an example, I'm not very visual. I, I do see images from time to time and I do have certain things that come through to me visually. However, it's not what I would say is my number one or even my number two Claire. I would say I'm definitely more clairsentient. I feel energy. I'm an empath. So I constantly am feeling out the room, feeling the vibe, feeling out people's energy. And then from there, my claircognizance kicks on. And that claircognizance is that inner knowing, that gut intuition. And that helps me interpret the feeling of what I'm feeling. What, what does this energy mean to me? And those two gifts are my definitely my top two gifts, and those work together all the time. Not to say that I don't use the other my other Claire's. I do. I use them as well. Um, I used to say that Claire Audience was second, but I don't think that it is. I actually think that Clairvoyance is second. It's just really, really fast, you know. And that's another thing about about intuition is sometimes if we're not super aware and we're not really paying attention, it's gone before we even notice it, which is why mindfulness, like I talked about earlier, is super important. Because the more mindful you are, the more aware you will be of what you're picking up on, of the energy that you're receiving through your clairs. So when you're more mindful, you're going to pay attention to that more. So when I'm seeing things, it's normally just the fastest image that pops into my head and then it's gone. It doesn't linger. It doesn't stay there. I barely notice it unless I'm really paying attention. So knowing these kind of things about how you work is really important when it comes to development. And the only way that you're going to know how your gifts work is by using them and by journaling about them and by getting to know yourself by being more mindful. So that's pretty much my main tips, you know, there's definitely other things that you can do. Uh, go back and listen to my Claire's episodes. Go back and listen to some of my episodes on spiritual connection and how to cultivate dip, deeper experiences. All of that's going to be helpful. But like I said, you know, this is just my number one, my number one tips. And um, belief in yourself is definitely at the top. And all this is connected to that, I think, you know. Being mindful is really important, but also believing that you can do this because you can. You have the ability to do this just like I do. I'm no better than you. There's no psychic, no medium, no intuitive out there that is better than you. You can do this. The only difference is, is that they have more practice than you do. That's the only difference. So the more that you practice, the more mindful you are, the more you get in tune with who you are and how your gifts work, the better psychic, the better medium, the better intuitive you will be. So if you like this episode and you haven't given me a rating on uh, Apple, please go and do that. It means the world to me and I actually read all of them and I just get so happy whenever I read those. And if you're interested in... um joining the community or just finding out more about the community, make sure you check that out. Like I said, this month we are doing more mindfulness stuff. Uh, there is a spirit circle. Um, by the time this episode comes out, you've already missed this month's spirit circle, unfortunately, but there's still lots of other goodies and card readings and moon forecasts and things like that, that are in there. And you can always go back and and see what has been posted. It doesn't ever go away. It's not deleted. So you can always go back and get all of the mindfulness tips and stuff that you've missed. You can go back and watch our practice circle. 
And you can still practice. A lot of people think that you can't practice because it's not live. Yes, you absolutely can. And you'll be surprised. So if you're joining the community a little bit late, no worries. And we're going to keep it going. So we're going to have this kind of stuff every month. Challenges and circles and just all kinds of fun stuff. So um, I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. And I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Wait, before you go, I want to share how you can receive a free reading with me. Listeners of the podcast, if you go and leave me a review on Apple and then send me that review to ChasingSpirituality.com. You can get a chance to win a free reading of your choice. This can be psychic or mediumship. Once a month, I will choose one of the listeners to receive the reading. And I won't pull your name out of the drawing until you're chosen. This will help the podcast grow, but will also allow me to give back to my listeners. Hope to hear from you soon.